0: Welcome to Content Inspire. I'm your host, Andrew Calvino. And today I have the legend and badass herself, Kendall Strample. Um, we met through our affiliation with Ghost. She's absolutely amazing and kicks ass on social media. So super, super happy to have her on. I have a feeling when she shares her story, you guys are going to go after it. So introduce yourself to the listeners.
1: Yo, awesome. Awesome intro. Thank you. Um, Super, super grateful to be here. Um, Yeah. So what's up, guys? My name is Kendall. You can call me Ken. Uh, So most people call me Coach Ken. But uh, I started, let's see, I started, wow. I'm going to give you guys more of a short version here. But I started my journey off uh, when I was super young so I started on social media when I was like 14 or 15 I was actually one of those like uh, Tumblr, Tumblr girls and I did a lot of like Tumblr stuff I did like YouTube I would like repurpose old YouTube videos and lyric videos so I actually got on social media when I was super young and I think I learned the ropes a lot and I was always kind of a weird kid Um, I would kind of stay home, go on my computer. I did a lot of like gaming and stuff too. When I was really young, played a lot of league, um, (laughs) um, and, you know, just kind of always like a a little bit more of like the shy, weird kid. And, uh, I got into fitness at a pretty young age. I was about 13, 14. I was running track for my school and started to like the fact that I was losing weight. Um, I also turned to social media at this time and started sharing more of my fitness journey and um, just what I was doing, essentially. And unfortunately, the pendulum kind of swung a little too far one way where I started to kind of buy into a lot of the bodybuilding community. And I will t- tell you guys, like, I love the bodybuilding community, I think it's phenomenal. Unfortunately, I just looked at it from a viewpoint that wasn't that healthy. And I started to restrict my food a lot to the point where I ended up having an eating disorder. And so Um, I got diagnosed with anorexia when I was 15. Um, Long story short, I will say I had the best support system, like I really worked hard to pull myself out of it, but um, also social media, the thing that kind of got me into it was also the thing that got me out of it because I started to follow creators and people who were really encouraging and really inspiring. And so... I shared my journey. I shared my recovery story. And lo and behold, I graduated high school and ended up having like almost, I think, like 60 to 70,000 followers on Instagram at the time, which that was 2016. So that was when Instagram was kind of like not really that big of a thing. You know, it was a little bit of a smaller, smaller platform. And I started getting like sponsors and I started like getting into the fitness space. And Um, just through sharing my journey, a lot of people started reaching out to me to start coaching. And so I was going into college that year. And um, by the time my freshman year of college ended, I was in community college and I decided I was just going to go all out on fitness coaching. And so I started using social media and sharing my story and things like that to essentially just get some clients on board. And I was like a really... Risky, like I was very risky, took big risks and did all the things when I was really young. I would say I'm still like that for sure. Um, but I, yeah, I just decided to drop out of college after my first year, moved down to Florida with my sister so that I could just pursue personal training and online coaching. And lo and behold, um, the business ended up really growing, and other coaches started reaching out to me. Uh, so when I got my sponsorship with um, Ghost fully at the time. Um, and just continued to grow. And then I ended up coaching other coaches. So here I am now. um, I'm 24. I'm out in uh, San Diego, California. And I still can't believe my life is what it is. (laughs) I still am so grateful every single day. But uh, that's a very long winded story kind of condensed down. So yeah, that's where I'm at.
0: Damn, I just got chills. And that was an amazing introduction. So community. Yeah, Kendall just gave it all out. So That's awesome. I'm glad that you're on. And first question your way is, what is your why?
1: Oh, this is so good. This is such a good question. Um, Generational wealth has been like the number one thing for me is, um, it's such a big push for me to look at like, what are we doing to the planet? What are we doing every single day in our life to not just provide for what we're currently doing, but the future. And so that's been something for me that every single day when I wake up, I think it was the reason I dropped out of college. I think it was the reason I moved across the country and um, at 18 did the whole non-conformity and broke the traditional path. And I believe it's because I knew inherently like I had a bigger mission and a bigger vision. And that was not just for myself, but it was for generations to come. So um, plain and simple, I think generational wealth is 100% the reason I wake up every morning and do what I do.
0: Awesome. Thank you for sharing that with me and the Content Inspire community and fierce to fit coaching. What is your main goal for yourself as a coach when clients sign on?
1: Oh, I love these questions. Um, I think this is the biggest thing that I've realized recently. And I think this has actually changed over time. It used to be about physique. It used to be about health. It used to be about good relationship with food. And I think I've kind of pinpointed down over just especially the last, I would even say six months to a year as we've built out our coaching staff and we brought on coaches and um, built up a bigger client team is that all of those things are a product um, or kind of come after you build up more consciousness and self-awareness. And so when women come into our team for coaching, something that we really work with is behavior change, habit shifts, um, behavioral intervention. So what are the things more so it's who do you need to be to do the things that you need to do to have what you want um, so I always say it's be, do, have, be do you want to be to do the things that you need to do to have what you want. And um, I think with fears to Fit, that's been the biggest pivot we've been seeing recently is just more of a mindset aspect of things, you know, um, kind of like the same mind over matter. Mindset mm-hmm. kind of the, it's the cornerstone to everything else you do. So yeah, it's been a big shift we've had.
0: Okay. And then what do you look for when you bring on a coach to work within your organization?
1: Oh, Yeah. Um, so we have, it's kind of cool. We have seven coaches on the team now, which is awesome. And, uh, really diversity is a really big, a a really big thing for us in terms of how can we, uh, continue to support more women and how can we provide uh, a coaching staff that also can cater to different scenarios. So a lot of women who come into our program, they look to come in for body recomposition where they're looking at increasing metabolic rate to be able to lose body fat, have a healthier relationship with their body, with food. And so we really do look for coaches who um, are willing to put in the work for the evolution side of things for themselves. I always say like our company is almost like a personal development company. Whenever somebody comes into Mm -hmm. or WWBA, our business coaching side, um, we really work on skill sets, but we also really work on just evolving as a person. And so we look for people who are gonna come in and also grow with us you know not just be there to show up to work like we have so much fun as a team on the back end and so um, really someone who culturally is going to be a fit they want to be included in our family they want to represent evolution and growth Um, and of course the educational piece is really important for us too but that's something we also evolve and help our coaches learn over time so just really good human I just I really value people who have a value set they live by or principles Mm -hmm. that they live by and so um, that's something that we look for when we're making hires on the team
0: awesome so i'll certainly put everything in the box down below details if anybody's interested definitely check it out and um how many female coaches have you worked with to scale their businesses and brands
1: this is such a good question okay so (laughs) I love this one because it kind of is like a catalyst for a bunch of other things too but we actually used to be a co-ed program so i started business coaching about two and a half years ago and i used to coach both men and women for business coaching okay. and so far we've helped over 350 coaches in the last two and a half years um also the number's probably a little bit higher since i last looked at that it was about two months ago or so but we now, we, we pivoted about a month and a half ago to the Wealthy Women's Business Academy from Elevate Coaching Academy. Um, so now we only help female coaches. Um, but yeah, I would say it's probably a little over like 350, closer to 400 coaches in the last two
0: years. Damn, that's so incredible. And congrats for accomplishing Thanks. that. Thanks. Then um, how did your relationship um, being an athlete with Ghost start? So many people are looking to be with Ghosts or their dream brands and are just looking for just some insight on how to make it happen.
1: Yeah, okay, so this is I love this story. So I was actually at an expo. Um I was at the San Diego Fit Expo. Nice. I think it was probably like 2018 or 2019, maybe I think it was 2018. And I had just uh connected to a really good friend of mine, uh her name is Lauren Tickner, and she uh, sunk me up with Alphalete. Um she had connected me to Alphalete, um, no. I so much and uh, from signing with Alphalete was kind of funny. CJ, who's uh, the affiliate manager at ghost. He pointed me out at the expo. He's like, Hey, you just signed with Alphalete. Right. And I was like, yeah, I did. And he was like, no way. Like you should try our products. Like, you know, here's a bag. And they were so sweet. Like they were so, so sweet. Um, I already was like obsessed with the brand anyway. I had been using their pre-workout at the time and they sent me home with a bunch of supplements from the expo and Ryan gave me his card and was like, Give me a call next week and I was scared to ship this. I was like, well, oh, it's like a curse. Um but I was a scared, <laughs> scared I was like, yeah, I was like, there's no way I'm gonna do this. Like this is terrifying to me. This company is like already so big. Um and yeah, I gave him a call. And, um, we talked a little bit about, you know, like what my value sets were, um, mm-hmm. you know, where I saw myself going with the company, what the vision looked like for myself and for my own company, which is what I really valued about them is they cared, like they really care, you know? Um, and so through asking me those questions and things like that, we just started to build up the relationship to the point where i eventually brought me on as an athlete with them. And so, yeah, that's where it started. It was really cool.
0: That's so sick! Glad you're part of the Ghost fam for real.
1: Yeah, yeah, they're dope. So.
0: And um, if you had, because I know that we've done athlete collabs and all that good fun stuff, have you thought about a product and a flavor that you would love to release?
1: This is okay. This is a tough one. I feel like everything that I would possibly ever want is like already done by Ghost. They have the best collabs. I think if there's one, I would do. It's gonna be like a Nutella inspired because I'm obsessed with Nutella or like okay. a Ferrero Rocher. It'd be so good. Like so, so good. that would be like my top though, is definitely Nutella.
0: So many people would absolutely lose their shit.
1: Oh, right, that's a good uh, one. Yeah. Good
0: one. And then um, another quick question your way is, what is your favorite platform to create content for? Instagram, YouTube, podcasting? Cause I know you do podcasts as well, so.
1: You know, this is what I'm gonna say is that there are more of the platforms I feel almost kind of obligated to post on versus the ones that are like, ooh, this is actually really fun. Um, I love Instagram, it's my main platform, it's where mm-hmm. I post. But I will say, as of recent, it's been one of my least favorite places to consume and also to produce. I love TikTok. I think TikTok is funny, it yeah. cracks me up. It, it's not that the effort, it takes less effort, but kind of, you know, um, just very like real and raw. So I love TikTok. I also really love YouTube. I just got back on YouTube. So I've been producing about a YouTube video every single week. And we started that earlier, um, a few months ago. And uh, I love YouTube, I got back into vlogging. I was doing a lot of sit down talks, but I think having that like long form content is nice, right? Cause you don't have like that limited time where like you have to cut off your story or you have 60 seconds, like you get to lay it all out. And I think a lot of more, a lot more people connect to YouTube videos because they get to see the full, fully fledged you, you know. So,
0: awesome. And are you doing everything in house, your own editing, your own filming, or do you have a photographer that you that you're using at this time?
1: Yeah. So I have a full, pretty much a full media team now. Um, this is something more as of recent. So I have someone who comes mm-hmm. in to support me with the creation of the content, especially for our community pages. So for the coaching. Uh, coaching teams. Mm
0: -hmm. That's
1: all done by social media management. And then I also have a marketing specialist who comes in to support. And then I have a full-time content creator now who does all of my filming for me. And then he also edits a lot of the reels. Anything on my main page though is done by myself. So any of my workout videos, anything on my Kendall Strample Instagram or on my TikTok, those are all my personal uh, posts that I create myself. But a lot more of the business content is like fully outsourced.
0: Okay, that's sick. And then um, I know you made a recent change of your IG handle from fierce to fit to Kendall strample. Was that like a business decision long term that you just wanted to be no more known as Kendall strample or just peace out fierce to fit. Okay.
1: Do you know how hard this was for me? Not I
0: bad. cried like yeah. multiple times. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, it was really, really tough, Andrew. Like I had such a tough time doing this. I held on to this for years. Mm-hmm. My mentor back in 2019, I think it was, he had said to me, he was like, you need to change your Instagram handle because people are only going to know you by your name or by your brand name. And they're not going to know who Kendall is. And it really struck for me earlier this year. Um, I was at an event, and someone just came up to me. and was like you're fears to fit, right? And I was like, no. I was like actually almost like upset. I was like, no. My name is is Kendall. Like I have a name, you know. It's like how, kind of how I felt. Uh, and I was like, you can't yeah. really blame people for thinking that that's my what they know me by, you know. Um, and I realized for myself like my vision with wealth creation and to support women in business is not attached to fears to fit. And so I had to slowly kind of start to remove myself because I also have a full team that runs my fitness coaching business. I've taken a huge step back. And so I almost felt like it was a disservice to make me be the face of it. You know, When I have a team of coaches that are running the client work, they're running the client success, um, a lot of the content. And so um, it was more so, yeah, a decision to be able to detach myself from the brand a little bit more, um, but also to let light shine on my coaching staff too. So. That's sick. Yeah.
0: And how important is it to have systems in place so that you're able to step a little bit away from the business and for the business to grow and 10X to reach those numbers that you want?
1: This is so important. This is something I have been, I made a YouTube video about this yesterday. Um, This is something I've been preaching. Literally I could preach it till I'm blue in the face. I'm obsessed with systems. I love creating them. I love operations. Um, And I think it's the reason I was able to scale my business, both businesses as quickly as I have and be able to run two at once, because that is not an easy task. Um, But I think the, the big thing is for a lot of people now is they find a lot of like solace in the flow and intuition, which I think is awesome. But if you don't have structure, it's really hard to scale. It's also really hard to keep chaos out of the business, because if you want to have a healthy team, if you want your team to respect you as a CEO or as a leader, uh, you have to delegate properly. And the only way to really do that is through clear communication and that comes through clear systems. So um, if I could rate it on a scale of 10, I would say a 12. Like <laughs> <laughs> make sure you have systems, please. <laughs> it's the one thing that helps you keep your sanity as well, not just within the business, but outside of the business.
0: Okay. And then um, in regards to content creation, do you have a content schedule regarding what you post and when you post?
1: This is... I'll give you guys the, the rundown of the last few years. So I'll tell y'all until this year, I was like a wing it kind of gal. Um, I only produced really for my own page and then myself and coaching staff created our community page content, but because we're on so many platforms nowadays, um, we repurpose to now Pinterest, LinkedIn, email list, Facebook groups um, and then both community pages. And we do that for two businesses. So it's a lot of platforms. And I will say if anyone out there is a content creator and you're looking to scale out of business, start with one platform first. This is my sixth year in the game going into year six. So now that's why we're heading into different platforms and expanding and doing a lot of testing. But um, I did not have a content schedule until I brought in team members that made me create a content schedule. So, um, I love flowing with my, my, my stuff. Like, uh, most people know me for being on my story every day. I don't plan those. Um, I still don't plan them to this day. I just hop on there and talk about whatever I feel like is coming to me that day. And I know most people can't, can't do that or don't like doing that, but that's what I do, you know? So yeah. Yep.
0: And now the super fun questions. So what is your favorite place to travel to?
1: Okay, so I went to Tulum earlier this year. Oh my gosh. If you guys can get yourself over there, please do. It was one of the best experiences I've ever had. It was the most fun I've ever had. It was the first time I've probably ever unplugged in a vacation um fully. So I'm actually going back again because I love it so much. In the next few weeks, I'm going for New Year's Eve.
0: Um,
1: Yeah, it was definitely, I would say 100% it was to live. Really good vibes.
0: Awesome. Glad you had that experience. And then what music do you listen to while working out?
1: Ooh, okay. So y'all already know my bass head. Um, It is like rhythm, dubstep, Mm -hmm. anything that is just like base face worthy is like my favorite kind i will say i have gotten a little bit more into like the house scene and techno scene recently which is unlike me but hmm. um i'm like a tried and true bass head at heart so
0: okay and then next festival or rave you want to go to
1: let's see i just went to one last weekend okay went to nocturnal wonderland with um one of my good friends caroline and I have a lot coming have a lot coming up. Um, I got Sullivan King, who's one of my, he's my ultimate like, favorite DJ. I'm seeing him in LA in October. And then after that, I'm going to escape Halloween here in uh, San Bernardino, so.
0: Nice, sick. And then um, what is your favorite show to watch on Disney Plus, Netflix, or Hulu when you unplug? And just in case, if you do not watch TV, what do you do to unplug from the daily bullshit?
1: what do i do i don't watch tv i got the attention span of like oh like a five-year-old um (laughs) it's really hard for me to watch tv um i would say unplugging for me is a lot of time in nature it's definitely a lot of time in nature i feel like because the businesses have been i've been working on scaling them up so so much Mm -hmm. uh whenever i get free time it's been a lot of travel um it's been a lot of like going to raves and festivals and at night, the big thing for me is with an unplug, it's usually like sunset with friends. And I spend a lot of time with my people. Like, I would say probably at least three to four nights a week. I'm like seeing a different friend. There's so many people out in California and so many people that I love so, so much, including clients too, which is really cool. So anytime I get to unplug, it's usually um, it's usually with people. It's not, it's usually by myself where I'm just like chilling with my cats and like scrolling on TikTok. And that's like the majority of it, so
0: so <laughs> normally i'm not a cat person but ever since you got your cats and you post them on your stories i'm just there like oh my god super right? interactive funny um, yeah like damn all right Yo,
1: i got so lucky because let me tell you i'm not a cat person at all like in mm-hmm. any way, shape or form if you would have asked me like two years ago like if i would have ever had cats it would be a no but like my cats are the bomb dude they're the bomb they're so funny
0: that's sick. So Kendall, I just wanted to say thank you so much for being on Content Inspire, for sharing your story, who you are. Like I said, I have a feeling when people listen to your story, they're going to go after it. And that's what it's all about. So is there anything that you would like to say to the listeners before we hop off?
1: Probably you guys something good. Um, I think the biggest thing is like, if there's anyone out there listening, that wants inspiration for content or um, is struggling to produce content or is struggling to take a leap towards um, an action or a goal that you know that you have or desired outcome, desired reality, is uh, there are always going to be people out there judging, you, right? So um, I think the biggest thing is like not everyone's going to understand why you do what you do or why you produce the content that you do. Uh, go in with an intention, go in with a vision and focus on that. Sometimes you almost have to live in delusion to get the thing that you want because there are people around you who aren't going to support you and so if you're looking for inspiration for content it's all inside it's not outward it's inward so yeah that's my biggest takeaway for anybody uh, yeah thanks so much for having me on this is so much fun
0: awesome and for everyone that tuned in watched and gave support thank you so much and until next time